1: Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio.
2: Happy Friday. It's Friday, December 17th. I I'm having a beautiful Friday morning. Thanks for tuning in to EWTN. Lots to cover today, both in the news and in our interview segments. Of course, after the news, it's Friday. That means we check in with our President and Chief Operating Officer of EWTN, Doug Keck, who gives us the inside word on what we can expect from all the wonderful programming and what a great topic today with everything coming up for the christmas season and of course we're still in advent entering into the fourth week of advent this weekend and then into christmas if you can believe it christmas is next weekend wow where'd the time go it seemed like at the beginning of december it was very relaxed and we had time and then all of a sudden here we are at the end of the third week in advent time flies right Well, God's timing, speaking of timing, is always perfect. So today, after we talk with Doug, we are going to share with you uh, an interview that I did with Steve Ray recently regarding the lineage of our Lord and our ancestry, actually, in the Catholic Church, our spiritual ancestry. And when we decided to uh, to rerun this interview we picked today, um, you know, just because it's a Friday and we thought it would be something uplifting, but also I wanted to play this because uh, I'm traveling this weekend. I wanted to leave you with something encouraging. And interestingly enough, we did not take a look at the gospel ahead of time. But the gospel today is that gospel with all the very difficult names to pronounce. It's all about, guess what, the lineage of our Lord. Coincidence? I think not. As I like to call it, a godsend. So that's our show for today, Doug Keck and Steve Ray. We also have a Fact Check Friday. So I'm sure you've heard the news already. If you haven't, we have a lead story on it. I would highly recommend, as I will again at the bottom of the hour, that you go over to, if you want the full story, the complete story, with all the information, go to either the register, ncregister.com, or Catholic News Agency. They have a very, very thorough story with all the details regarding this horrid, this horrific decision from the FDA to let patients receive abortion pills through the mail. How is this healthy? There is nothing reproductive about abortion. But how, again, is this reproductive health? It's just, it's, again, horrific. Anyway, it's horrific also that the media have such a dereliction of duty and do not do their job and due diligence in providing both sides of the story. I did some research this morning as I was preparing for Fact Check Friday and looking at how the secular media are covering this. And here and there, they'll have a quote maybe from Jeannie Mancini with a March for Life or another pro-life person. Okay, but that's few and far between in terms of those quotes. But the vast majority of the statements are coming from abortion providers, such as Planned Parenthood. And are we really getting the full story from them? I think not. So if you want the truth... Yeah, you've got to look elsewhere, and you've got to do your own homework, as we always say, and that's why I'm always encouraging you to help you look at everything through the lens of Scripture, as we say, in the teachings of the Catholic Church, and from a truly Catholic perspective. And thanks be to God, we have excellent news sources for you to do just that. Speaking of the news, we have to get there. Weather-wise, there's some interesting weather developing. Still have some problems with high winds in areas. Uh, warm front moving through parts of the Midwest. We hit 61 yesterday in southeastern Michigan, which is bizarre for December. It's not really that cold in Michigan in December. It doesn't get really cold until January or February, but 61 degrees is pretty rare. Uh, northeast is going to be getting some snow and some wind, so just be careful out there. And if you're traveling, we have a story about how crowded the airports are, so you need to get there early. Six minutes, actually four minutes past the hour, it's a Friday morning. Let's get to the news right now. As so we mentioned, more on this in our Fact Check Friday at the bottom of the hour. The FDA will let patients receive abortion pills now through the mail. Mark Mayfield tells us more.
0: On Thursday, the FDA said patients are no longer required to pick up the medication in person. This comes as the Supreme Court is deciding the future of Roe v. Wade and its protections on abortion access.
2: Meanwhile, pro-life groups stressing that this type of abortion, as Catholic News Agency and the Register report, neither for the woman or for her child, are safe. In a statement, Archbishop William Lori of Baltimore, who chairs the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Pro-Life Activities, saying, not only does this decision further the tragic taking of unborn lives, but it does little to care for the well-being of women in need. Far from the accompaniment, Bishop Lori said, that women in crisis pregnancies deserve, this decision would leave women alone in the midst of trauma, often without any medical attention or follow-up care. The Catholic News Agency goes on to say, Taken by pill, this type of abortion is also referred to as abortion with pills, chemical abortion, medication abortion, and telemedicine abortion. Supporters pointing to medical abortions as a kind of workaround or what they call a backup plan for women to access abortion as states restrict abortion, and the High Court considers a challenge to Roe v. Wade. Meanwhile, Lila Rose, a president of pro-life group Live Action, calling yesterday's decision horrific, while the March for Life predicted it will lead to more lives lost to abortion and will increase the number of mothers who suffer physical and psychological harm from chemical abortions. In anticipation, meanwhile, the FDA's decision, the Charlotte Lozier Institute, the research arm of the Susan B. Anthony List, Releasing a new study finding increased access to abortion pills is a public health risk. They say the rate of abortion-related emergency room visits following a chemical abortion increased over 500% from 2002 through 2015. The last missionaries kidnapped in Haiti are now free. Christian Aid Ministries confirming their release yesterday saying, We glorify God for answered prayer. The 17 missionaries were kidnapped on October 16th in the capital of Port-au-Prince while working to set up an orphanage. The Haitian gang that had been holding them had been asking for $1 million for each hostage, though it's not known if any ransom was paid. The ministry asking believers to join them in praising God for their release and thanking supporters for their prayers. The city of Edwardsville, Illinois, holding a vigil tonight, as Trey Thomas reports, to honor the six victims killed in a tornado that struck an Amazon warehouse last week.
3: Six people died after an EF3 tornado struck an Amazon warehouse about 8.30 p.m. last Friday night. Survivor Craig Yost still thinks about his lost co-workers.
4: I'm still thinking about those people that weren't as lucky as I was and and their families because I just can't imagine what they're going through. I can't.
3: The Edwardsville Intelligencer reports the ceremony was originally scheduled for Wednesday but was moved to today at 10 a.m. because of the possibility of rough weather.
2: The death toll from last week's tornado outbreak in Kentucky is now at 76. Reporter Gabe Gutierrez touring the devastation from the air.
3: When I look at previous responses to tornadoes, this is one of our most significant.
2: General Daniel Hokanson leads the National Guard.
3: It's just utter devastation. The scope and the scale of this altitude, is just, I mean, it's just terrible.
2: The body of a 13-year-old girl was recovered yesterday about three blocks from her home. Her parents, three siblings, and grandmother also lost their lives in Bowling Green. The city was hit by an EF3 tornado. Weather experts officially declaring that saying winds got as high as 165 miles an hour, and crews are still searching for about 15 people missing statewide. Arkansas's Governor Asa Hutchinson touring the tornado-ravaged town of Truman yesterday to view the damage there. Governor Hutchinson saying the state will continue to provide necessary resources while the damages are still being assessed. He also says more than 300 buildings were impacted by the tornado. Schools around the country are taking precautions over a new TikTok challenge that calls on students to commit acts of violence on school grounds. TikTok releasing a statement saying it hasn't found any evidence of such threats originating on the platform, but ads are continuing to investigate. Police departments around the country say while the threats do not appear to be credible, they are urging parents notify them if their children hear of anything specific. However, there's some new developments in this story. For example, in Florida, there's beefed-up police presence, as Natalie Rodriguez reports, at all schools in the southern part of that state following a TikTok-posted threat. Miami-Dade and Broward County schools are not taking any chances. Out of an abundance of caution, the schools overnight issuing a warning message to parents that their officers are investigating a, quote, Credible threat made via a TikTok video that they do not believe originated locally. Schools will remain open today with additional law enforcement presence. There have been nearly a dozen student arrests in the last few weeks due to threats, which are considered a second degree felony. Just yesterday, a 13 year old girl was arrested. Her post to social media named nine Miami Dade schools and one in Broward. A Baltimore City police officer fighting for her life after she was ambushed and shot overnight while sitting in her marked police car. Officer Keona Hawley is on full life support. Police Commissioner Michael Harrison says the investigation is active and fluid.
1: Based on video footage that was recovered, a vehicle of interest has been identified. The vehicle has been located and is now in our custody. Detectives are currently interviewing several individuals potentially connected
0: to this investigation.
2: Police and federal agencies put up a reward of $59,000, and the state matched that for a total of $118,000 for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell again questioning the Democrats' focus on voting rights at the federal level. Speaking to reporters yesterday, the Kentucky Republicans saying no state has passed laws that make it more difficult to vote based on race.
3: The Voting Rights Act is still fully intact. It's been against the law since the 60s and remains against the law today to discriminate against people based upon
2: race. It comes as Democratic lawmakers and Joe Biden are making a new push to get through new voting rights legislation. The unusually warm December weather in parts of the country likely to continue through at least Christmas with an occasional colder day here and there.
3: It really all comes down to the jet stream and the the upper-level pattern that's over us. And we're kind of just stuck in this pattern. And it looks like, actually, that even heading into the Christmas holiday, that we're going to be above average for temperatures.
2: National Weather Service experts saying most of the Midwest having the same unusual December weather with summer-like storms and record-sending warmer temperatures mixed in with a few cold spots here and there. Kansas remains under a state of emergency because of a heightened danger of wildfires. Winds up to 90 miles an hour earlier this week combined with low humidity and dry vegetation to set off wildfires in western and central Kansas. Flames destroying homes and outbuildings and killed cattle and horses. Fire officials say most of the state is under an enhanced, significant, or critical fire outlook. And some in recovery for drug addiction, as reporter Lucinda Key tells us, say a terrible job is being done to inform young people about the real dangers of opioids, especially fentanyl.
5: District Attorney Summer Steffen says literally one fentanyl-laced pill can kill and has killed in every neighborhood of our county. This message from an online summit for middle and high school students in San Diego County today. The keynotes from former NBA player Chris Herron. He struggled with opioids for much of his career.
3: We put too much emphasis on the worst day, and we forget the first day. With our children, we want to show them drug addicts. We want to drive them around the neighborhood and say, look at that person. There's a progression to this. There's a beginning to it. And we've done a horrible job at presenting the big picture.
5: The DA says fentanyl deaths have quadrupled over the past few years, especially among young people. The event's called SD Needs to Know.
2: Football players are facing new COVID rules as cases increase. All 32 NFL teams must now wear masks in facilities, follow social distancing, take meals to go, and limit their capacity in weight rooms. Meanwhile, as Dina Kodiak tells us, the head of the nation's largest airlines are saying it's time to start looking at lifting the COVID mask requirement on board commercial jets.
5: Gary Kelly heads Southwest Airlines.
0: I think the case is very strong that... Masks don't add much, if anything, in the air cabin environment.
5: He spoke before Congress alongside the heads of American and Delta, who agree. The major carriers, they say, have HEPA air filters that make flying safer than going to the theater. Doug Parker, who heads American Airlines, says that 99% of airborne pathogens are caught by the filters. And that's true for every major carrier.
0: The aircraft is the safe place you can be. And air
5: gets filtered 20 to 30 times an hour. That's more than the typical ICU.
2: And if you're one of the many Americans who plan to go over the river and through the woods to Grandma's house or somebody else's house this Christmas, well, it's not going to be easy. But that's good news because a lot of people are back to traveling again. However, airport executives, including CEO Phil Brown, do have some advice.
3: Pack your patience, and remember, this is a holiday season, so be of good cheer. Please come early. We've learned from the Thanksgiving holiday that we're going to be challenged with parking.
2: AAA also says travel numbers are on par with the pre-pandemic record year of 2019. Orlando International Airport, for example, is already busy. Brown predicting more than 2.5 million will fly in and out of that airport over the next few weeks. And finally in our new segment at 14 minutes past the hour on your Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection. The Holy Father is celebrating a birthday today. He's 85 years old and showing no signs of slowing down, having just returned from his most recent apostolic visit to Cyprus and Greece. The Holy Father is celebrating the 52nd anniversary of his priesthood on December 13th. Fifteen minutes past the hour. Looking forward to chatting with Doug Keck about all the great programming coming up as we are moving into the fourth week of Advent and then Christmas. We'll be right back.
0: Location, location, location. These are the three most important factors in real estate. The same might be said for colleges. Trudging through snow to get to an 8 a.m. statistics class is a much different experience than breezing by a palm tree to the raucous applause of a laughing gull. With the average temperature of 84 degrees and wetland nature as your backdrop, it's no wonder students tend to stay once they visit our campus. Ave Maria University, your future location, location, location. Visit AveMaria.edu.
5: When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child and wondering what Santa would bring? In many developing countries like Haiti, most children
1: don't make Christmas lists and they don't expect Christmas gifts. Often, every penny their parents earn must go to their basic needs like food, shelter, and water. Now, picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift. You can spark that magical moment by sending them a box
5: of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org.
0: We are the pro life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our healthcare and in our nation. But not all healthcare options are equally pro life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic healthcare ministry providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com.
2: 17 minutes past the hour. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. Every Friday, we check in with Doug Heck, our President and Chief Operating Officer of EW10. And I just got some great breaking news that Doug will be able to join us next week. Of course, uh, we are off on Friday for the Christmas Eve holiday, but in his uh, graciousness, he's decided to take some time uh, with us on Thursday to fill us in next week before we wrap up for the uh, Christmas holiday and weekend. Doug, this is such a busy time of year. There's so much going on. I imagine uh, even more great programming than normal
3: yeah absolutely obviously uh you know the church gives us a great calendar mm-hmm. to program against, and i obviously we're in the midst wrapping up basically going into the you know the fourth week of advent and then Christmas, so we've got a lot of uh related programming, and we apologize to er- everybody that we do preempt some of our regular programming for seasonal programming I know some people are disappointed at times because they They love that regular show that's normally on at that time. But uh, we we do want to celebrate this great time of the year. And tonight we're going to be airing a program called Reclaiming the Carol. It's a kind of interesting program where uh, Charles Dickens comes uh, back to today to a a theater that's uh, doing his play. And he kind of talks about uh, how we've lost a sense of what it's really all about. So that's uh, uh, tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We've got uh, tomorrow, we've got Life on the Rock's Chinacolo Christmas Special, kind of an interesting Mm. program, a group that deals with, uh, you know, you had that fentanyl story dealing with people uh, recovering from drug addiction uh, and dealing with that. Uh, We've got another program airing uh, tomorrow as well, The Respite at Christmas. It's kind of an interesting little story uh, about a German mother and two unlikely guests at Christmas uh, set in World War II. You You can figure out who the other guests might be uh sunday we've got carols by candlelight this is really exciting from knock the shrine at knock we now have set up so we have uh technical capabilities for broadcasting directly from there so people should look for that and that's going to be airing at 3 p.m uh on december 19th we're also going to re-air it on on christmas eve also a new program by the one and only father leo paddling hug savoring our faith a Christmas special Ooh. that's on Sunday at 4:30 p.m. Eastern What's his Friday. menu?
2: Do we know what he's going to be talking about uh, or making or
3: Well, uh, let's see. No succulent dishes and reminders of uh, the gift of our Lord. So I'm not sure. You know, it's ah. always a surprise. Uh, you know, you don't unwrap your gifts ahead of time. <laughs> I do. You're going <laughs> to have to wait. You have that, to wait.
2: That's why I knew <laughs> I was going to go into news because I would unwrap the gifts when I was a kid and tell my sisters what they were getting for Christmas because I <laughs> can't keep a secret.
3: <laughs> and also, here's something closer to home. Uh, this is something Al mentioned to us, and we followed up on it. It's an inspired performance by the Motor City Lyric Opera. Uh, doing uh, their program on Amal and the Night Visitors. uh, Oh, this is great.
2: Yes, yes, this is real. I'm so glad you're doing that. Yes. Mm Yes, so
3: Al mentioned it to us, and we followed up. We were able to get uh, the rights to put it on December 21st, Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you've never seen Amal and the Night Visitors, this is a nice production because it kind of makes it easier to get through. It's not quite as heavy as some of the uh, old-time, the famous Hallmark production that was Mm -hmm. on years and years ago also we've got ew10 holy land experience uh focusing on christmas with father mark and father joseph next Mm. thursday and then we've got all the uh christmas eve masses christmas day programming coming up we can even talk about that next week so ew10.com for all of our schedules uh radio we've we're going to have our uh Christmas music uh, all during the Christmas uh, period right around Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as well and uh, on EWTN and of course uh, so many of our programs if you miss them they can be on demand for free or in demand if they're available for sale through EWTN's religious catalog. Okay, Mm -hmm.
2: A lot coming up and then we can give updates on the different masses next week but how do you decide, I know I ask you this more than once but there's so much going on around the world, how do you decide which particular events you're going to take Live, for example, taking a live feed here or there. Uh, I know you have a, a certain routine that you obviously are going sure. to cover the Holy Father. But what else, mm-hmm. uh, you know, makes those decisions? Helps you make those decisions?
3: Well, I think uh, a lot of times uh, the technology, which makes things a lot more available, as you know, uh, at a much lower cost or almost no cost. And so, certainly, uh, having that availability ab- uh, is important. I think we also do want to uh, strive to uh, show the universality of the Church and the. And the different events happening around the globe. That's why we have regular events, the uh, Rosary from Lord's, events all the time from Fatima, from Walsingham, from Knock. Uh you know, uh, all of these different events. Even um, next uh, Wednesday, the Christmas show, Father Mitch is going to be talking to uh, Martin Rottweiler and a couple of people from our German office talking about how they celebrate Christmas in Germany. So a lot of it has to do with, you know, the opportunity that presents itself or the uniqueness of something or something we've done as a normal tradition that has been very popular.
2: Yeah, I think that's great because it really shows us the universal church.
3: Absolutely. And that there's so many good Catholics out there still celebrating amidst whatever the, you know, the commercialism right. or the atheism, the uh, secularism that, that permeates so much of what is going on today.
2: I have to comment and commend uh, your team at uh, Catholic News Agency and, and the National Catholic Register, and I'm going to talk about this coming up in my um, Fact Check Friday segment. Mm-hmm. The secular media, what a dereliction of duty, Doug, on this horrific story about the, the uh, abortion pills and so right. so little information about not only, obviously, the physical impact on women, but nothing about the psychological, emotional trauma, spiritual trauma And and yet your stories are so detailed with so much information. And they have both sides in there, of course, obviously coming from under the Catholic perspective, but very detailed and links to all kinds of articles and research. And I did um, some research on my own this morning before we went on the air, looking at the secular media stories. And here and there, as I mentioned off the top of the hour, there's a quote maybe from Jeannie Mancini or Lila Rose or somebody, but few and far between and such a lack of information. And yet, your stories well, are so well done. That's
3: how you drive decisions you'd like made, which people, if they thought about them, may not do. It's like abortion. Why don't we? Why don't you give those people the information? Right. Why can't they see the baby? Why? Because if they do those things and understand the risks and what's really going on, they're not going to do it. And and that's not the end result that those people want. They want this to be ubiquitous they want it to be a non-issue they want to shove it down your throat literally now with a pill um you know and that's what we have to deal with and and it's because there's so much guilt out there and and you know uh, satanic when it comes to abortion really that's out there and people have been caught up in this and they're just deluded um, they've deluded themselves, and in order not to uh, have the guilt thrown back in their face, or for them for their ideas to be challenged, they want to dilute other people because misery likes company.
2: Think about the the trauma, though. Archbishop Lori's quote that was in the uh, Register story about, "Okay, where's the accompaniment here? You're giving these women these pills, and they're home alone going through this. Really."
3: Yeah, they can have a new movie, the new Home Alone Abortion uh, segment oh. here uh, with uh, some woman suffering over the Christmas holidays by herself. Mm. Exactly. That's, uh, you know, some great images for us to go into the holiday season. Yeah. Absolutely. But it, it doesn't matter. They don't care. It has Because, as you know better than anybody, it's not about caring about no, the woman. It's about money. It's about the Agenda. ideology and, and, and the, the money, money yep. behind it. Absolutely.
2: So grateful for the resources. We'll talk more about that up next on Fact Check Friday. And Doug will be joining us on Thursday to give us more details about the Christmas schedule for EWTN. Again, check out the great website for more information, EWTN.com. We'll be right back.
1: Catholic Charities Dallas is hosting its 2022 Bishops Gala, Love in America, with Grammy award-winning band, America. The event takes place on Saturday, February 5th at the Hilton Anatole Dallas Hotel. The night includes a cocktail hour, dinner, a silent auction, and a dance. You don't want to miss this fun and memorable night. To purchase tickets and for more information, visit ccdallas.org. That's ccdallas.org.
4: KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website emersononharvesthill.com.
1: You know, this is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send it to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberline of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options and you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays.
4: We can be reached
0: at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321.
2: Welcome back. It's a Friday morning. It is December 17th. hope you're having a great day moving into the fourth week of Advent. Can't believe it. Christmas is uh, next week. My goodness. All right. So Fact Check Friday. For those of you who may be new to this program, I started this uh, actually during the election because I was so frustrated with the lack of truth that the media were giving regarding uh, the issues in the election, whether it be about a particular candidate or especially about the life issues. And how the teachings of the church were being ignored, especially by politicians running for office who claimed they were Catholic but were acting as anything but. And I've tried to keep it up every Friday. Sometimes we have breaking news we have to respond to. You know, Other times there are other interviews that we grab and and we, and we put it aside for a day or so. But this is so huge, this story that just broke yesterday. We had it in the newscast, as you heard. And I'm reading from the National Catholic Register piece. FDA allows women to procure abortion pills by mail. The decision authorizing doctors to prescribe the drugs online and mail the pills. There is so much wrong with this on so many levels. This one segment is not going to give us enough time, obviously, to dive into it. But next week, we're going to be interviewing some of the experts because in the pro-life world, they are speaking out, even though they're barely getting a voice in some of the secular media reports. And this is... What I want to talk to you about this morning, when you see something so important regarding women's health, which, of course, the left says are all about, and this issue of abortion, which is the key issue, right? This is not a prudential matter. This is not something that we can say, you know, this, that, or the other thing. The church has always taught that every abortion is wrong, and that's not going to change. Our Holy Father has been extremely outspoken about this saying that abortion is like hiring a hitman to solve a problem, and he said that more than once. Now, he's not saying that the the women, he's not saying that he is being insensitive to the women who are pressured or, or who are feeling that they need to get an abortion, but he's talking that this is not the way to solve a problem. So we know what the Catholic teaching is. All right, the problem is that the media, the secular media, have such a huge dereliction of duty here when it comes to the issue of abortion. I read to you or shared with you a very short story in the news off the top, and I ran it purposely, as you recall me mentioning this, and this is from the wire service that we use at Ave Maria Radio to do the news. We pay for a very inexpensive wire service, and it's an affiliate of one of the networks, and so it's built in with a bias, so we have to be very careful and make sure we vet the stories. But I played this short report from Mark Mayfield because it gives you an indication of how the media are covering this. His rap, as we would call it, or voicer, as we call it in the business, was only 14 seconds. Basically saying, okay, here's the decision. The FDA is going to let patients receive abortion pills through the mail. There is so much more to this, as I said, than just mentioning what the FDA has done. We always hear the left, when it comes to abortion, consistently being hypocritical, double standards, speaking out of both sides of their mouth. On the one side, they say it's really important we have to accompany women in this decision because it's so, it's such a personal decision, and they have to have good advice from doctors. And on the other hand, now they're saying this is a great thing for women that they can do this alone, take a combination of pills that will force basically an unnatural miscarriage, and they're doing this all alone. So who is going to be there for these women beside the fact that, of course, this is a huge uh, evil. But what I'm saying is, on the one hand, they say that that women need counseling and, and we care about women, and yet, oh, here's the pill. Just go ahead and take these. In a couple of days, you'll be fine. So it's the exact opposite of what they say. If they care about women's health, if they care about their mental health, then why are they supporting this? And what about the health of the child? This is a medically-induced abortion. It forces a miscarriage, basically. Now, I'm not going to get into the gory details, but you can read more details for yourself. But if you do a a search in the media, as I did this morning, and I found one or two stories. There was one story where Jeannie Mancini was quoted, uh, and she had a good quote. But most of the story, outside of Jeannie's statements regarding the dangers of this drug on a number of levels, was well outnumbered by pro-abortion OBGYNs, Planned Parenthood, making it sound like, oh, it's no big deal, you know, there's, there's not that much risk. Now, the Charlotte Lozier Institute, as the National Catholic Register and Catholic News Agency reports, just did a study showing how many women are ending up in the, the emergency room because of taking the abortion pill. In anticipation of the FDA's decision, the Charlotte Lozier Institute, the research arm, and the Susan B. Anthony list releasing a new study finding increased access to abortion pills, a big public health risk. The rate of abortion related emergency room visits following a chemical abortion increased over 500% from 2002 through 2015, according to an analysis of Medicaid claims information. Over the same period, chemical abortions in the study population increased from 4.4% to 34%. 0.1 percent of total abortions. The study also finding the rate of abortion related emergency room visits is increasing faster for chemical abortions than for surgical abortions and that chemical abortion makes subsequent abortions even more dangerous. So none of this information is being shared by the secular media or if it is it's 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 very very rare that they will put these types of facts out there. Once in a while as I mentioned if you do a search on this story you'll see someone from the pro-life community who's referred to as an anti abortion activist, never pro-life, rarely, you know, saying that this is dangerous, but giving very, very little detail, not allowing them to go into the detail, for example, that the Register and Catholic News Agency and our other news sources here at EWCN are doing. So therefore, the media are doing a huge disservice, once again, only giving women a very, very small portion of the information related to this particular issue of abortion and this is what they do across the board because they take their barking orders their marching orders from the Planned Parenthoods of the world and the Nancy Pelosi's of the world and they too are very very misinformed about the impact on women and all of us so you have so many things that the media aren't doing why aren't there questions about? Well, you're all about women making a choice, but being accompanied and and having help. So who's going to be there with these women when they, they take these pills and cause this abortion in their bodies? And what about any type of medical repercussions? Who's going to take them to the emergency room because of the pain and excessive bleeding that this causes? And what about the personal... Repercussions, the spiritual repercussions, the emotional repercussions. None of these things are ever discussed or rarely discussed. The Planned Parenthoods of the world, if you could read the story, are just saying, oh, this is great because abortion is being restricted. Friends, this is all about the money. The Planned Parenthoods of the world and other abortion providers are going to do whatever they can to keep the cash flow going. So this is another way, and I really encourage you to read the story on catholicnewsagency.com or ncregister.com about how they are trying to go around the rules and the restrictions because they still need the money and the cash flow. For them, this isn't about women's health or a woman's quote-unquote right to choose. If it were really about that women's health, they would be honest and talk about all the risks that are involved, not only to the woman, but the child, of course, and the rest of us who are greatly impacted by abortion. Fact Check Friday, you want the facts? For this story, don't go to the secular media. Check out the great reports that are done very thorough on our news sites, CatholicNewsAgency.com and the National Catholic Register and others. We'll be right back.
1: In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, the Bible says, come to me and I will give you rest. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Keller invites all women ages 18 to 100 for a day of rest at its women's retreat. The retreat takes place on Saturday, January 15th from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Through prayer, inspiration, and conversation, women will find nourishment for their weary souls through Christ and community with plenty of caffeine and chocolate too. For more information and ticket information, visit seascc.org.
4: Hi, this is Dave Palmer, welcoming our new sponsor, Homeschool Connections, an online curriculum provider where students meet with instructors online with other students for live interactive classes. Instructors include Tim Staples for apologetics, John Martinoni for scripture, Joseph Pierce for literature, and I teach a class called An Introduction to the Summa Theologia. Your high school student can learn Christian philosophy according to the angelic doctor, St. Thomas Aquinas. HomeschoolConnections.com. Online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. St. Gabriel the Archangel Catholic Church in McKinney invites all to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet for those individuals facing execution in Texas in the coming month, as well as for the victims of violent crimes. The event takes place on Sunday, December 26th at 11 a.m. For more information, contact Marie Bloss at ministryimprison at aol.com. That's ministryimprison at aol.com. The prayer is sponsored by the St. Gabriel Ministry to the Imprisoned and St. Gabriel Pro-Life Ministry.
5: Hi, I'm Martha Eberline. My husband Kyle and I are parishioners at Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. As a mother, I know that it is important to have a professional caring dental team. At Mid-Cities Dental, we provide dentistry with compassion in a warm and friendly environment. We are located in Hearst, 15 minutes from the DFW Airport. We can be reached at midcitiesdental.com or 817-282-9321. That's 817-282-9321. Thank you.
2: always great to catch up with steve ray to learn more about the one holy catholic and Apostolic faith and give us some perspective on the incredible history we have in this church and i know steve loves to talk about king david and that's what we're going to talk about today hey steve good morning thanks for joining us
6: good morning teresa always happy to join you and it's king david but we'll add another little description there king saint Saint David. david yeah and it's his feast day this week so uh, August. Uh, yeah, it's his feast day this week, and um, we're happy to celebrate him.
2: So, why why is he important for us? Do you think? Well, he
6: is uh, so foundational. If you, if you look at the Old Testament, and let's face it, everything in the New Testament and in the church is based on the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, and those saints are all pictures of Jesus Christ, and they're all of that that we see there is in preparation for the church and for the eucharist and for mary and all the things that we experience in the church all that is foundational in the old testament and probably the three men that that just rise above the rest and that you hear about is uh, abraham moses and david and jesus is called the son of david Well, he was uh, you know through a thousand years earlier than jesus and yet jesus his title is son of david And David is the quintessential king of Israel. He is a picture of Jesus Christ and what the real king will be like, even though uh, David was a sinner and had his problems. But overall, archetype-wise, he was the picture and image and prefiguration of Jesus Christ. So very few people are mentioned in the Bible as often as David and the church. I just read a catechism quote for you, Teresa, just because people aren't aware of this paragraph sixty one says the patriarchs, prophets, and certain old other Old Testament figures, which would include David, have been and always will be honored as saints in the Church's liturgical tradition. The whole Eastern Church refers to them as St. Moses, St. David, St. Elijah. And we don't do that so much in the West. That's why I, I love talking about topics like this, to make uh, Catholics aware of the fact that these Old Testament heroes are called saints in the tradition of the Church.
2: Yeah, it's it's so interesting in terms of having his, his feast day in the month of December because we're related to, of course, the King of Kings and, and Jesus. But also I think David is such a good example for us that even people that, that seem so lost can turn their entire lives around over to God and do great things for the Lord that, that will you know give us, in essence, as you said, so much of what we have today in the church.
6: Yeah, And David's an example of that, isn't he? he he's a little ruddy shepherd boy, almost. Too insignificant to even call in when Samuel comes looking for the next king. He says to Jesse, says, Bring me your sons and he lines them all up. Not this one, not this one, not this one. Isn't there any other more? Well well, yeah, we got the little punk kid, the little you know, the little twerpy yeah, the the little guy out there with a the sheep, the young guy. Go get him. He brings him in and he said, Yes, this is the one. David is the one and he anoints him king and then we have uh, Goliath out there, the big guy, he's massive. And this little David goes and gets a stone, puts it in a slingshot, and Goliath is insulted, but little David, with the power of God, was able to knock that giant down and deliver Israel. But And then later in his life he had problems, but uh, God overcame them. He overcame them as well. And one of the interesting things is David is, in the Bible, referred to as a man after God's own heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. And nobody else has, has claimed that I want to be called that I want to be called a man after god 's own heart. that means that my heart is like his heart That 's an amazing thing to say and yet David, when he was king, he committed adultery with Bathsheba and he murdered her husband. so you've got there too of the great sins, mm-hmm. adultery and murder, and yet God in the New Testament, he still referred to as a man after god's own heart. Why? Well, even though David was a great sinner, he was also a great repenter. He was quite willing, it took a bit of time, but he was quite willing then to confess his sins, to repent of his sins, and to be remorseful for his sins, and God liked that kind of a heart. So when David, even though he sinned, he repented well and confessed his sins and got right again, and God still kept on blessing him.
2: Amen to that. Talking with our dear friend, author, speaker, pilgrimage leader, and convert Steve Ray, CatholicConvert.com is his website, about King David and the Holy Ancestors of the Lord, a very important week to do this, with the Feast of King David being marked this week in the Catholic Church. Now, Steve, I want to remind people of the beautiful video, part of your series of Footprints of God that you have on David and Solomon, correct?
6: Yeah, we did that a while back. It a full 90 minutes a documentary on David and Solomon, and we filmed it all on location, all through Israel and Jordan, and it really is a fantastic movie, and it introduces people to a king that they know very little about, because we Catholics tend not to care much about the Old Testament or know much about it, but the stories there and the people and the places are fascinating, and they lay the whole foundation for everything we do as Catholics and in the Church. So we followed the life of David all the way from him being a little shepherd boy out in Shepherd's Field mm-hmm. there in Bethlehem. And I, I like to imagine, and I did this in the movie, I like to imagine David out there walking his sheep through the field, bringing them to the grass and then over to the water, protecting them with his staff. And all of a sudden it comes to his mind, oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me. Besides still waters, and and David realizes that God is doing for him what He's he doing, doing for, for the sheep. sheep. Yeah, yeah. And another, maybe another night, David's laying out under the stars because he, they would stay out with the sheep. That's why when Samuel came, they had to go get him out of the fields because he maybe spent a couple of weeks out there at a time with the sheep. And he looks like he's laying there one night, there's a little campfire going there by him, and he looks up and he sees the stars and goes, oh, Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament proclaim his handiwork. And 73 of the 50 psalms, there's 150 psalms, 73 of those, it says, are written by David. So half the psalms are written by David. Mm-hmm. So we did this movie... And I wanted to find all the places where David was and all the stories about his life, and, and, and we I think it came out really well. And um, so if you want to see the whole life of David, it's fun for it to watch with the family, by the way. And it's uh, called David and Solomon Expanding the Kingdom, Expanding God's Kingdom.
2: And I know that uh, part of that was aired on EWTN, but you can also get them through your website at CatholicConvert.com and the EWTN Religious Catalog, also at AveMariaRadio.net. We're talking with Steve Ray today about King David and the holy ancestors of the Lord. You know, Steve, given that everybody's into their ancestry, right, Ancestry.com, all this DNA stuff, you would think that there would be a great interest in our ancestors, our spiritual ancestors as well.
6: This really started our conversion story. I, I've never really told anybody this before, but when I... Oh, we have an exclusive
2: here on Catholic Connection. listen listen to this. It, well,
6: it is. It really is. In 1993, when uh, I was doing... A, I was writing the story of my mom and dad, and I interviewed them extensively and other older relatives, and I wrote it, it called My Story, Charles Ray, My Story, Francis Ray, And I wrote their stories, and it gave me great insight to myself and to who I am going back to the other countries and learning all about it. And I said, wait a minute, I have another genealogy. I'm also part of another family, and I really ought to understand the ancestors in that family. I'm a member of the family of God, and I belong to the church. That's the big family. And that doesn't just end begin or end with Jesus, it, end, it begins all the way back with the Old Testament. So I started studying the whole ancestry we have there in relationship to who am I today, and that's what brought one of the things that brought me to the Catholic Church is I realized that the Catholic Church is the heir of all of those we the, the, our ancestors brought us to the church, the Catholic Church, not to all of these sects and other confusion, but the Catholic Church is the Kingdom of God, the kingdom of David was the archetype of that. And now we're in a real expanded kingdom of God, not just with the Israelites, but Jesus is the son of David. He expanded the church to being all the nations can now join, and I'm part of that family. So I did my genealogy, and guess what? I became a Catholic.
2: We're talking with Steve Ray about King David. Feast Day celebrated this week in the Catholic Church. Steve has a terrific movie on David and Solomon. I would highly recommend um, that you check it out. It's really great stuff. Of course, it's part of his amazing work on the footprints of God, CatholicConvert.com and Steve's website. Let's talk a little bit about in terms of our ancestry. We know King David is referenced so many times. Uh, Jesus is referred to, as you said, Son of David. Son of David, have pity on me uh, when we see the, the man the, the, who was crippled and calling out to Jesus and the blind man. Uh, so many times referred to as Son of David. So there obviously was this recognition in the New Testament about who David was.
6: Yes, and the, the Israelites from the very beginning after David, Isaiah said that there's going to be a new shoot out of the root of Jesse. Jesse, Jesse right. is David's father. So that means that through Jesse and David is going to come a new shoot, a righteous shoot, like a, like a, well, you know, if you take a tree and you cut it off and then Next spring, a shoot pops back up out of it. You know, I said, I thought I killed that tree. Nope, there comes a new shoot, and if you leave it alone, it grows into an even bigger tree. And this is what it was, the ancestry of David. David has died, of course, and been buried. But Psalm 110 says, it it, it shows that David through christ is going to come alive again i'm not saying david's going to be raised again but through the shoot that he it's going to be the son of david and he's going to reign in, in the name of his father king david he's going to be like king david and and really jesus is jesus is a picture of that he's the archetype king he's and then and what did the angel say to mary in the, in the cave in nazareth at the annunciation your son Jesus will sit. I will give him the throne of his okay. father David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when when the angel said that to Mary, there had been no one seated on that throne for over six hundred years. Five six hundred years that they had been under. They'd been taken into Babylon as exiles. They'd come back and they'd been controlled by the Syrians and everybody else. Now the Rome is in charge of them. They've never had a king for six hundred years, and then all of a sudden the angel tells her. The son of David. Your son's going to sit on the throne of his father David. So this was an amazing thing. David was so significant that he was called. And that and that story. Then in um, Jericho, and the blind man calls out, "Son of David." I find that very interesting because Mm -hmm. all of the Jews who could see with their physical eyes, they could see Jesus. They denounced him as the son of David. They said, "No, he's not the Messiah." They rejected him and ended up crucifying him. It took a blind man to be able to see. He had the, the blind man could see what the others who could see couldn't see. Right. And he
2: called right. out, Son of Son David, of David have pity on me. me. Yeah. Yes.
6: Mm-hmm. How would a mm-hmm. guy like that even know? How would he have that insight? He can't even see Jesus, but he's heard about him. And this guy that he could, he could hear his footprints going by and jumps on, Son of David, have mercy. And he, could, he understood who he was. He was the Messiah. Son of David is a title of the Messiah.
2: There you go. All right, we only have about two minutes left, so I wanted you to wrap up for us just a few points as to why are David and Solomon important to us as Catholics, and what can we learn from their lives?
6: Well, we can learn that David, I, I've already mentioned that um, man after God's own heart, and he had skeletons in his closet. All of us have things that, that we've had to confess and we've done wrong, but it doesn't hold us back if we... Are good as good at confessing and repenting as we are at sinning, and that David is a good example of that. And then we see Solomon, who's also a good example of that, because he refused to repent at the end of his life, and he started to worship the foreign gods. And because of that, the kingdom was ripped from his hands, and that brought the destruction of the kingdom of Israel, the splitting in two. So David, who Jesus is a picture of, he. Repented of his sins, and his kingdom was great. He gave it to his son, but Solomon, because of his sin and his idolatry, and he didn't confess even till the end. So we have Saint David, but Solomon is not considered a saint because he never shows any place in scripture where he ever repented of his idolatry and his sin in worshiping these gods that actually had infant sacrifices. And because of that, the kingdom was ripped in half. So those two are good examples. If you have sin in your life like both of them did, do what David did. Get the confession, repent of your sin, live your mm. life right, and have a heart after God. Don't be like Solomon, who it says his heart was not holy for God. So those are that's one big lesson we can learn from from the kings right now. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Teresa. God bless you, and Happy Feast Day of St. King David.
2: And also have a great Merry Christmas, if I don't speak to you before then, to you, Janet, and your wonderful family. We'll be right back on Catholic Connection. Stay tuned.
5: When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework you may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care.
0: Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? You wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry. You're not alone. Hi, I'm
3: Dr. Greg Popchak.
2: And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult, Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives.
4: You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's
3: AveMariaRadio.net.
5: CharityMobile.com.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the EWTN and the Ave Maria Radio networks. Find us both online, EWTN.com and Ave Maria Radio.net. In addition to the archives you'll find daily at the archives section of Ave Maria Radio.net, I always want to encourage you for news and views from a truly Catholic Perspective. Please visit our news sources. It's so important to make sure that you are seeing things through the lens, as Al Cresta always says, of Scripture and the teachings of the Catholic Church. So how do you do that? Well, my faves, Catholic News Agency, I use them every day, catholicnewsagency.com the National Catholic Register, ncregister.com. And then, of course, there are great programs here on the EWTN network that help you take a look at the news, again, through a Catholic perspective. You have The World Over with News Director Raymond Arroyo. You have EWTN News Nightly every single night covering all the stories. In the U.S. and around the world, you have In-Depth. It's a relatively new program looking at issues in depth from a news perspective. So just to keep that in mind, when you see something out there in the news or in the world and you're troubled by it, come to us. We've got the resources. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. You've been
1: listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection.
0: Celebrating 2,000 years of truth. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul.
1: Everyone loves a great story, right? Well, if you'd like to be treated to an interesting and uplifting story each week, be sure to listen to the That's the Word podcast from Father James Yamauchi, pastor of St. Joseph Parish in Waxahachie and longtime priest in the Dallas Diocese. Each Wednesday, Father James presents a wholesome and intriguing tale suitable for the whole family. Just do a search for That's the Word podcast online each Wednesday to hear the latest tale.
3: For listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.